Welcome to the Press Rewind Prince Lyrics Podcast. It's Valentine's Day, which means it's the perfect time to talk about one of Prince's premier ballads. A song so nice he chose to release it twice. <laughs> We're talking about when two are in love. And joining me on this episode is Angel Monique. Welcome back to the show, Angel. Thank you. I'm so happy to be back. I'm glad to have you a lot. I mean, you you've offered a lot of really good insight to the songs we've recorded this far, and I've really valued your perspective on songs like Ballad of Dorothy Parker and uh, well, what was it that we did before? Oh, we did a song off of the Black Album, too. Um, yeah. Rock Hard and a Funky Place. That was a fun one. <laughs> <laughs> How do I keep winding up on these episodes with these songs? <laughs> um, they're your choice, so you have yes, nobody right. but yourself. <laughs> nobody but me. I'm feeling like I can just put my feet on the couch now because I'm at home at this point. Yep. This is in your lane. This is your lane yes. for sure. <laughs> and so When Two Are In Love is is a song that technically is on the Black Album, but it was first released to the general public, those of us who weren't deep into the bootlegs or really even um, you know, had access to the Black Album at all for the first six months that it had been released because, or almost released i should say because when two are in love was a song that was actually the last song recorded for the black album in the fall of 1987 but then when prince scrapped that project in december of that same year this was the only song that he plucked from that track listing to place on his replacement album love sexy which then came out you know in the spring of of 88 so there must have been something about this song and you know a lot of times prince's last song that he records for whatever album he's making at the time tends to be kind of like his baby like that's the one that has you know the has the most recent vision it has the most recent sound it's it has a recency bias as i as i like to call <laughs> it. a song that you know is is near and dear to his heart and soul than maybe a song he recorded nine months prior yeah. Um, so that's what kind of what to our love feels to me like it, it never i wouldn't say it didn't fit on the black album but when you look at it thematically and you had to like decide which one of these doesn't belong i think when two are in mm-hmm. love would probably be the one that most would identify as the outlier on the black Definitely. album track yeah. listing but it it fits right in on love sexy based off of the the content based off of the lyrics uh, based off of the sound it's just a really nice, really nice ballad. Um, so, so Angel, what are, what are your thoughts on the song in general? Do you like this song? Is it a song that you go back to? Uh, do you think it fits better on Love Sexy versus the Black Album? Let me know your thoughts. I think it, it definitely fits better on Love Sexy. So, I mean, so much even from the segue from Love Sexy and you know, that little drum, and then we're right, we move right into the song. So, yeah, I think it definitely fits better on this one than the Black Album. Um, I feel about this one almost about the way that I feel about The Ballad of Dorothy Parker. And I remember um, when I first, waiting for the Love Sexy album to come out, and we had um, blockbuster music. And I remember leaving school, which I never did. I was not a skip out kid or anything because my dad was a contractor. So you never knew where he might be. <laughs> so there was no <laughs> skipping school. But I remember going and waiting for them to open so that I could be able to get this album and then going back to school. And I sat and listened to this particular song. I'm just at 16, I think, and crying at how beautiful it was it made that kind of an impact. I mean, I was just such a green, innocent kid, but it was just moving. Everything about it, you know, the the musicality of it was all just very moving to me. So it sits right up there with the Ballad of Dorothy Parker for me. And of course, you know, as most people are like, how can they have a favorite song? I, of course, have said that the Ballad of Dorothy Parker is my favorite song, but this one is ranks right close up there for me. Very nice. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. a great song. I can see that. Yeah. Um, I've I've heard people say it's like maybe Prince's last great 80s ballad. 
I mean, Scandalous is on Batman, so that's yeah. a debatable comment to make in general. Definitely. But, but you know, in 1988, um, this fits in line with a lot of the great ballads that he'd been releasing up to this point from the various albums. You know, off of uh, Sign of the Times, you had a couple of great ballads with Forever mm-hmm. in My Life and Adore. Adore, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to beat that. I I would go as far as saying that I think that it's probably one of his greatest ballads. Yeah, yeah. Like well, ranking up there pretty high. On yeah, the he must have thought yeah. so too, considering that he felt it was worthy to throw a lifeline to this song yeah. to include it on it. Because, you know, in, in 1988, he had no intentions of releasing the Black Album. Right. Right? I mean, like, it eventually came out in 1994, but that's not... I don't think he like predict could predict that <laughs> that he was going to be yeah. in a in a uh, contract dispute with Warner Brothers and just you know agreed to throw out this album this you know the Black Album just to pad the you know the, the need for additional releases to get out of his contract. Right. So I think his thought was in nineteen or you know early nineteen eighty eight before he was before Love Sexy was released and he was configuring it like you know this is the song we're saving. It's it there's nothing dark or evil mm-hmm. or negative about it which is you know some of right. the things that he some of his um gripes against his own music the black album yeah and so it was in his mind a salvageable track and one again that could be tossed onto an album that's 180 degree difference in in theme from the black album and and easily and just like fit right in like it belonged it there did, all along yeah. Mm-hmm, definitely. We went from dark to light. Yeah, and there's there's yeah. really nothing about this song that would indicate darkness that I can right, for sure. perceive. So if somebody else has a different opinion about the song that could find some darkness in here, I'd be interested to hear that. But I just don't I just don't see it in listening to it in the music. I don't get that sense from the lyrics either. So Right. Uh, let's see what another interesting thing about when to our love again a year later even though he had moved on to the batman soundtrack he threw this song on as a b-side the scandalous scandalous yeah yeah so he was like this song is dope man i need to (laughs) i never released it as a single from love sexy so let's get some more listeners let's get some more ears on it you know love sexy wasn't a huge seller um not compared to some of his previous previous albums in the 80s it didn't sell the big numbers like parade or sign of the times or purple mm-hmm. rain or 1999 so you know what's another opportunity to get this song out there to make to make people aware of it i'll put it on a b-side yeah. to a song from a very successful financially and and sales wise the batman soundtrack so yeah he he, he really must have liked this song he did he take. carried it Carried it a, a while, so mm-hmm. yeah, it's been special to him. Yep, yep, and it's like this was a pretty much a solo Prince recording, like pretty much most of the Black Album was, with the exception of some vocals and some horns. But this is this is a pretty bare bone. I wouldn't say bare bones, but it's definitely not an elaborate band song. Yeah. You don't hear a lot of big uh, band moments in here. There's not, the, I mean, the vocals are very, uh, Prince's vocals are very um, kind of concise and he mm-hmm. sings them quietly, whispers at times in his falsetto. He uses his falsetto yeah. here. He did the chorus is an epic chorus for what it is, but it doesn't involve a lot of multi, multi-layered and multi-tracked vocals from, well, his own vocals, but he doesn't add like a party atmosphere like he does in some right. songs. Ba- yeah. His ballads tend to be more in line with like how When Two Are in Love is recorded. Party songs, dance songs, mm-hmm. uh, up-tempo numbers, he will often incorporate, at least in this time of his career, incorporate his band members to help him out to get that big yeah. band feel and make it feel larger than life. But when, but these ballads, they don't need to be like they they're supposed to be intimate, right? I mean, they're supposed to have an intimacy to them that right. he really only just needs himself to. Yeah, they're all stripped down. To convey it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, this this fits right in with that. It's very stripped down. Yeah, definitely. 
Uh, let's see. What else do I want to talk about? Generally speaking, um, it's a it's a song that has a lot of lyrics. Like he repeats the chorus a couple times, but it's a pretty it's a very tight song. Like it starts off with an intro, and we'll get there pretty quickly. But you know, he has a spoken word intro, and he jumps right into the first verse. Um, there isn't much in the way of of instrumental breaks in the song. There's a, like a small one, you know, mm-hmm. no, near the, what would be the bridge. But it's pretty much lyrics from beginning to end, and it's just shy, I think, of four minutes or so runtime. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not a very long song. It, it does what it needs to do. Yeah, yeah, four minutes. It's basically four minutes, even. And it yeah. goes by really quickly. Like, when I listen to the song, I can't believe the four minutes are up that fast. Yeah. So you have to go back and listen again <laughs> because you can't just listen once. Yeah, you can put it on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. It goes by so easy fast. Easy to do with this one. Definitely. Yeah. So easy song to listen to from um, a musical standpoint. It's got, uh, I mean, so the theme, and, and I'll, we'll get to this pretty soon, but it seems to just come across to me as just a general ballad, like a love ballad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not necessarily a song like some of the others on Love Sexy that has uh, kind of hidden meanings or a song that can also be interpreted to be spiritual. I guess there's there's spiritual themes in the song when you talk about some of the lyrics talking about water and bathing, and we'll mm-hmm. get into that very soon. Yes. But part of me wonders if that's just his his way of... of kind of tackling the love part of love sexy mm-hmm. and talking about how love can bring two people close together when two are in love yeah. and then expanding on that as being like a uh, a way to get closer to god through love and sex which is Definitely. a general theme of the album have you yeah. um kind of do you kind of sense that or do you kind of feel like this song is on an island when it talks about the theme of love sexy no, I actually agree. It's pretty, I've always thought it was a pretty straightforward, just a love ballad. You know, of course, it has those themes in there. We've got water and, you know, there's there's spirituality in love, you know, in, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Just in general, in love, spirituality exists in there. But it just, to me, it's just a pretty straightforward um just a really beautiful love ballad and and not not a boyfriend girlfriend you know bubblegum sort of thing like this is deep <laughs> this one is to me you know it's pretty deep yeah i would agree i mean i think it'll become pretty clear as we go go through the lyrics how deep the feelings are that he's expressing on the song yeah and i'm not going to speculate if he was singing about anybody in particular at this time uh it's not really relevant i think it's just kind of talks again like in the track listing this comes right after love sexy the song love sexy Mm -hmm. right and that song is all over the place it um (laughs) it's it's a really kind of interesting song lyrically and musically as well and uh you you know you have towards the end of love sexy you have that portion of the song where I mean, we had no debate on the episode, and I've had even not really debates, but just conversations with people after the episode mm-hmm. was released about like, whose voice is that? Is that just Prince's voice just going up and all these different, uh, making all these different sounds and changing his uh, vocal pitch? Or are there multiple voices that are like multiple people that have just kind of blended their voices together through studio trickery? Mm-hmm. Um, but either way, it's it's a fascinating ending. And then to go it from is. that, it's kind of raunchy. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it, it goes does. there, and, yeah. <laughs> and this song, I wouldn't say gets raunchy, but it certainly gets erotic. And it certainly gets, it like, especially in first three, there are lines in there that are very pointedly talking about sexual intercourse. And yeah, there's no, like, question about it. There's no, like, well, you know, are we reading too much? No, it's it's he makes it very clear, like, what he's talking yeah, about there. For sure, yeah. But that's a verse three thing for him. He likes to throw us wrenches in verse threes, it seems to be. Every time. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. That's where the rest he'll, comes in. <laughs> he'll start off very chaste and sweet. And then it, as the song progresses, it gets a little, little raunchier, a little raunchier. But it never reaches that, like, oh, my gosh, turn the turn it off. My kids are around raunchiness right. <laughs> that some friends songs get. Yeah. And part of that's his delivery. Part of it, you know, it's like how he delivers the lines. Part of it's also just the words he chooses to use Mm -hmm. and a a bit of a combination. Like some of these words, some of these lines in the song, if you're just listening to the song casually, he doesn't Mm -hmm. he doesn't make some of them the more explicit, very obvious. Like he's not screaming them. He's not emphasizing them he's kind of Mm -hmm. like singing them a little bit in the back of his his throat or in his falsetto which can sometimes the falsetto just inherently is more difficult to understand just because of just the way it is the way his falsetto is sung for sure yeah it's just poetic it's beautifully poetic Mm -hmm. that's what i always think about it it's just beautifully even when we even when we get to verse three you know, even there, it just always it remains that way. It's just a really beautiful song, all the way yeah. through. Yeah, <laughs> let's talk a little bit about the poetry in the song. Okay. So even in the intro, and he says these lines like shortly after the music kicks in. So fair she looked tonight. The brightest star appeals to your sex. Before we do anything, let me just talk to you. And that's how he kind mm-hmm. of starts the song off. Well, it's the first things we hear. It's so, yeah. you know, you, you get the impression because he's using a pronoun she that he's talking about a woman. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the line, the brightest star appeals to your sex. That one, that particular line, I I think about a little bit just because I kind of, it's, it's, it's an interesting line. I'm not always 100% sure what he means there. Does Because sex can have so many different, well, a, a yeah. few different interpretations. Because, of course, you've got sexes in gender. Mm-hmm. You've got sexes in uh, the act of intercourse. Yeah, right. Um, sex could be short for sexy, which is kind of just another phrase or where, where to mean like attractive or appealing phys- uh, physically, visually. Yeah. So I don't really know even for sure like what he's he trying to say with the brightest star appeals to your sex. Have you thought anything about that line in particular? I assume that he was speaking about the act, I guess, and just just out of con just based on context of the rest of the song. However, um I'd never considered it very well could have been a gender thing. Yeah. Like, could have been that right right i was thinking about it a little bit more because i tend to think about these songs more when i'm preparing for an episode (laughs) than when i do when i'm just casually listening of course and that was the only other thought i had because i always took it to mean what you had mentioned before like it is referring maybe a little bit to just uh you know sex as as the act but then i was thinking the brightest star appeals to your sex. Maybe the brightest star appeals to the female form. Um, right. Maybe he's talking about it in that perspective. You know, she looks very good to him. And so I'm wondering if, like, he's trying to say something along the lines of the brightest star, meaning, like, you are the brightest star in the sky tonight. Mm-hmm. This appeals yeah. to, you know, you as this woman women are the brightest stars in the sky and maybe prince's mind and you're the brightest of them all could be a stretch but you know <laughs> just one it way to look be, at it. I like and, it yeah yeah and, and again this is just the intro so i mean, I right. mean a lot of times the intros can be forgotten about or ignored especially if he is talking kind of quietly yeah. over the music or under the music in some cases and that's one thing I found as I've done these episodes is some of these intros, I really have never paid any attention. In- intros and outros, not just intros, but outros as well. Yeah. There's lines that he under, says. Yeah. yeah, exactly. There's lines he says when you, the song is fading out. Lines that he says kind of under his breath as the song, uh, as the music kicks in. And I just they're just not lines that I think I have tended to concentrate on. 
Yeah. Personally. I don't know if th- this intro is striking to me in the delivery and the actual lyrics and uh and the fact that he's that he chooses to be beneath the music. Um I don't know I don't know if it's because I favor the song, you know, the way that I do or but it's it's one of so many of them that actually stand out to me. Yeah, I mean, it's probably a little bit of both. It probably stands out to you because you like the song, but it also probably stands out because you like what he's saying. And, you know, you've you've yeah. paid attention enough to know what he's saying and like, oh, I like that. You know, I like that line yeah. or I like what he's... Could be because I'm a writer. I don't, there. you know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's poetic <laughs> for sure. Yeah, it's definitely. <clears throat> and even the line, uh, before we do anything, let me just talk to you. It, it it's a callback to the previous song when he in love sexy when he suggests that you know that they make love using only words he says yeah. that in in the song love sexy so here he's kind of repeating that that notion that we're going to talk you know talking yeah. is an important a very important part of of a relationship and even communication as you're preparing to make love you have to communicate with your partner yeah have some communication yeah before we do (laughs) anything let me just talk to you yeah and you know i mean it's a i never even considered that either that it very well could be i've always loved the segue from love sexy to when two are in love the way that it ties in but i've never considered that he is repeating that same the that same theme from one Mm -hmm. to the other just in a different way just kind of slowing it down you know what i mean like you know there's all this excitement and then we slow it down which is something that sometimes happens you know when people are sharing intimacy there's all that excitement and then you know we can just slow it down a little bit and be able to communicate and so i hadn't considered there's a lot of things i hadn't considered as much hey. as i've thought about this song and listened <laughs> to it <laughs> Some things maybe I this won't be the only revelation <laughs> Maybe not, but you know, but now I see there's more than just that little segue. You know, there are actually words that are tying them together, almost yeah. to where they're the same. They're the same song. Uh huh, for sure. And then after that intro, he kind of just jumps right into the first verse. So there's really no time to breathe. You go from intro right to the verse. When two are in love, they whisper secrets only they two can hear. When two are in love. When two are in love, their stomachs pound every time the other comes near. When two are in love. So he repeats the line when two are in love four times in that first verse to emphasize, Mm -hmm. you know, what these are what these lines are referring to he's referring to two people in love (laughs) um and and what is what does that mean what does it mean when two people are in love what do they do they whisper secrets that only they can hear to each other yeah uh stomachs pound every time the other comes near i mean those are just examples of of you know what it feels like to be in love yeah in love things butterflies in the tummy and yep that sort of thing yeah yeah, and and honestly, like these are things where if you're questioning whether or not you love somebody, think mm-hmm. to yourself, like, does do I get that feeling when they're around? Um, yeah. Do I tell that person secrets that I haven't told other people, or really don't feel comfortable telling other people, but for some reason I feel comfortable telling that person? Maybe yeah, you are in love with that person. <laughs> And the the deepest secrets or, you know, I always say, you know, we're saying words that don't make any sense to anybody but us. Definitely. These are people in love. Yeah. And he's just, you know, it's a pretty simple first verse. Just a couple examples of things that he finds to be uh, 
kind of great and uh, relevant examples of at least I'm assuming like if he's writing this from a perspective of when he's been in love, this is how mm-hmm. he's felt. And this is things that he's done with his, with his significant others at the time. Cause he hadn't been ever married at yet at this time. So just as, you know, long-term girlfriends that he Girl was in love with, right. I'm sure he had secrets that, you know, things that they would, he would hope that they would take to their, to their graves. Yeah. Um, or that they just told him. <laughs> or vice versa yeah exactly <laughs> yeah exactly. when i was reading this this first first verse uh i was thinking a little bit about if i was your girlfriend and and i was thinking like i feel like there's a little bit of a parallel here it's not it's not really overt it's not obvious but the line in if i was your girlfriend when he says would you remember to tell me all the things you forgot when i was your man when i was your man yeah that's a it, what's interesting about that is because he's asking and if i was your girlfriend he feels like those are the things that girlfriends talk about that he wants to be privy to um right. that's why he's saying that if close. i was your girlfriend like the stuff that you tell your girlfriend i want you to tell me and then when to our love, it's kind of like taking the opposite approach. Like these are things that you just tell me as your yeah. or vice versa. I tell you as lovers, not as close friends. Right. So I just found yeah. it interesting. It's like kind of the same concept, but I it's agree. in a different angle. Like He's looking at it from a different perspective. He still wants that. He's still looking for that uh, closeness and that intimacy where Things can be shared mm-hmm. between just him and the, his significant other. Um, so that yeah. seems to be the common thread. This one goes, yeah. I agree with that. One of these days, we're going to disagree on something. <laughs> one of these days. Agree. <laughs> one of these days. <laughs> it's inevitable, Angel. The more episodes we do together, it's, it's inevitable. Yeah, it's, it's going to have to happen at some point. <laughs> but yeah, I agree. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, I, again, it's just one of those interesting kind of parallels that I thought was worth bringing up because these two songs, those two songs really talk about it, when To Our Love and If I Was Your Girlfriend really hammer home the point of closeness and intimacy and Prince's desire for that mm-hmm. with yeah. with his partner. This one is, of course, again, I agree. The Telling telling me things that you would tell your girlfriend, you know, that's, I want to be that close. I want to be that inside of whatever you're thinking, but then sh- things that only we can hear, it goes beyond that. So I guess to me, it gets a little deeper here. It goes beyond what you would tell your girlfriends, because this is something you wouldn't even tell them. This is something yeah. you'd only tell me. Yeah. Yep, and that's that's the important thing to note here. Yeah, only they two can hear. The two are in love. Only they can hear this. It's not yeah. for anybody else. Uh, the stomach, stomach's pound, it, it just, to me, calls back a little bit that line, of course, in When Doves Cry, you got the butterflies all tied up. All tied up. So it's a little mm-hmm. bit, it's a little bit like that. Um, said in a different, using different words. But it's, I think it means the same kind of thing. And you mentioned yeah. that, you know, butterflies in your stomach when they're around. And that's stomach's pound, butterflies, kind of the same thing, really, ultimately saying the same yeah. thing. I think so, yeah. Okay, and uh, after the first verse, he jumps right into the second verse. So we still haven't gotten the chorus. second verse is when two are in love falling leaves will appear to them like slow motion rain and in the background you hear him saying slow motion slow motion and he's doing it in falsetto when two are in love the speed of their hips can be faster than a runaway train drip drop drip drop water 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 then he goes right into the chorus from there okay so before we get in the chorus let's talk a little bit about verse two Okay. Verse two adds some more poetry 
with the mm-hmm. appearance of falling leaves, slow motion rain. He uses a, a metaphor, a train metaphor, to infer uh, intercourse again. So, what do you what do you like about verse two, Angel? I love the imagery, which is one of the things that I love so much about him. At some point, you the picture is going to be painted, and you'll be able to see it. You know, the, this it calls back to commercials where you see people slow motion running towards one another, you know, before an embrace and, you know, these leaves, falling leaves are moving slowly. You know, it's all just gives you this picture almost as if you can see those two people in that scene, you know, even down to even down to the runaway train because you know exactly what what that is so it's it seems to me that we go from taking your time at the very beginning to now here we are you know the it's now it's intense that's what it always that's what it comes across as to me yeah yeah these these two people are not um in a beginning stages or fleeting moments of a a romance he's not picking this person up at a club these are two people that are in love clearly he said that multiple times and that's the name of the song two people that are actually in love not in lust not maybe in love they're in love plain and simple and this is what is also kind of the imagery that he's expressing for to give us the idea again, like time slows down with when you, you know, they're yeah. together, and that's I think the slow motion rain, fall falling leaves appear to them. So falling leaves appear to them is an interesting line, but just because I never really put together um, falling leaves to be a sign of romanticism, but Prince does, and that's that. I'm I, yeah. okay. I mean, fall is my favorite favorite season of the year. Mine I love too. the fall. That's cool. <laughs> See, we, I don't know, Angel. Maybe we won't disagree on something at any time soon. We might, I mean, it might be a good thing. I could be the one that you don't agree, disagree with ever. <laughs> I just love the fall. And, uh, you know, growing up in Minnesota like Prince did, fall is the time for falling leaves. And it's just a very well, beautiful time with the leaf chain, leaves changing in the fall and then watching them fall. You envision him taking walks with his significant other with his girlfriend and um just having that that beautiful moment in nature i guess is what i get out of that falling i mean i part of the reason i love fall is because i think it is the most romantic season so falling leaves to me is imagery of or you know it isn't a, a meaning of what is romantic what is sweet you know people in love Coming from New Orleans, that is not something that I am accustomed to seeing. We don't, get, <laughs> we don't get really falling leaves. We don't get we don't get changing leaves. I lived in Georgia for eight years, so that was where I was able to at least be able to actually see all the seasons happen. So, you know, but for where I am, it has to, it could be nothing but a romantic thing for me because it is not something that we really get to see. But it's always fall is just I always say it's cuddle buddy weather. That's all for me. So it's, yeah, it's just romantic. So, you know, it all ties for me for people that are in love. And time slowing down is another one of those things, you know, the butterflies and the secrets and time slows down when you're with that person or time suspends, you know, when you're with that person. Yep. I think that's, that's more or less what, in my opinion, what he's trying to convey here with in this second verse, even though he talks about the speed of the hips can be faster. So now he's you know, giving us a different, a different yeah. visual, um, go, starting off with the, the romantic fall imagery and rain to now. But again, I think uh, some people who are very familiar with the Purple Rain movie, mm-hmm. familiar with uh, Raspberry Beret, you, he's, he's done that before where rain um, yeah. can be also used as an erotic imagery. So yeah. if you're familiar with those songs or that movie and the song, and you can see the rain falling 
and mm-hmm. you got the imagery of like a, a steamed up window right. <laughs> and you got you got the cold <laughs> outside and you got the heat inside and see yeah, what happens there the windows and the condensation and i mean even <laughs> even in the discussion in the talking of you know the speed of your hips you know it still i believe still exists within people being in love because you go from all of these things you know the time slowing down and that sort of thing to people who really can't get enough of one another and it's something that typically happens when you're in love you know i guess it just depends on whether you've been in love or know what that feels like yeah this album isn't really an ode to casual sex no at all. definitely not. <laughs> most of these songs <laughs> If they talk about anything romantic or sexual or love, there is kind of an undertone of of it being about two people in a committed relationship. Mm-hmm. That is, yeah. to me, and I think what he was trying to convey in this album a lot is this is this is these are things that happen in committed relationships. Committed relationships are good; they're healthy. And they should yeah. be explored and celebrated. Absolutely. And so this is a celebration of love in a committed relationship is how I always yeah. have taken it. Absolutely. I agree. Come bathe with me. It's drown each other in each other's emotion. Bathe with me. It's cover each other Okay, so then we get the chorus. The chorus is amazing. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I'll just so then we get the he gets the lead up, and you know, as I already mentioned, the drop, drip, drop, water, water, water. Come bathe with me. Let's drown each other in each other's emotions. Bathe with me. Let's cover each other with perfume and lotion. Bathe with me. Let me touch your body till your rivers and ocean. Bathe with me. Let's kiss with one synonymous notion. Nothing's forbidden and nothing's taboo when two are in love. L O B E L O B E. Can you hear me? Yeah. What a what a mm-hmm. chorus, right? It's deep. <laughs> it's a great chorus. <laughs> it I really think the, is. I think if it wasn't for this chorus, I probably wouldn't like the song nearly as much. The chorus is what does it for me, personally. That's really yeah. I that that's what pulls you in. I mean, you know, the, I I love the poetry of the lyrics, but that this chorus is that's the one. And mm-hmm. here we are with water once again. Water. Okay, let's talk yeah. about water. <laughs> Can't avoid it in the song. Water. Yeah. All right. So I just started like, well, I'm cool. Obviously, water, as I alluded to towards the beginning of the episode, can have spiritual meanings when you're talking about baptism or mm-hmm. cleansing of somebody's soul. Just cleansing of a person in general can be considered a very spiritual act. But it's also a very erotic act. It's something that uh, requires intimacy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people who aren't comfortable being around each other that much are not willing to get completely 100% naked and going yeah. into a shower or into a bathtub together. I mean, it's just something that you do when you're very comfortable with somebody else that you can right. completely let go of in- inhibitions and just be yeah. exposed, literally exposed to them. Yeah. So it's it's a it's a great metaphor for intimacy. It's a great metaphor, of course, for um, you know salvation or cleansing of sins. If you're taking a spirit spiritual angle, but I don't really mm-hmm. I don't really get it as much in this song. I get it more to be just a really intimate uh, act, and that's what yeah. is happening here in when two are in love. 
that's that's right. I guess my take on the water metaphors here. Yeah, I think it's it's being willing to be vulnerable in a way that you might not be if you if it was casual or if if it were just love and not in love. You know, there's something that's especially intimate about bathing together or someone bathing another person. You know, there's a it just seems like the in the as we go along, as the song moves along, things just get a little more intimate. And then we get to this chorus, and I don't know that you could get any more intimate than than this part. Even the, you know, covering each other with perfume and lotion, you know, it's just really beautiful. Yeah, covering each other. So like a yeah. lot of people, they they apply their own lotion and their own perfume to their bodies. Right. They don't they don't ask for help there often. And, uh, you know, it's just something that you just do yourself, but Prince is like, no, what I'm going to do that for you. You know, this is something that we can do together or let me, I mean, even just bathing each other, like that's taking, you know, the bar of soap or whatever, uh, soap that you're using liquid soap and, Mm -hmm. and washing the other person. You know, that's yeah. that's something like it's I mean quite an act of love. It is. It is. Yeah. You have to really yes. care about that person to take that time and and perform that uh that level of detail. Because you know, you the other yeah. person's expecting you to clean them. If if you say I'm gonna clean you, you can't just like take a rag and swipe across <laughs> their shoulders and just right. be done with it. Like, no, that's not cleaning. <laughs> you, know, you, got, <laughs> you gotta really clean, right? I mean that's what yeah. they're saying. Whole body. That's what Prince you is saying. Do the whole thing, yeah. Got to really get, got to get in the cracks and crevices, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <clears throat> That's so, so appropriate. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about the water and Prince's. Yeah. I guess uh, I would say obsession, but certainly something that he called back many times in the past, and and he would in the future. I don't. We don't necessarily need to talk about future instances because I'm not there in his discography, but he didn't like just stop one day and like, I'm done talking about bathing. I'm done talking about water and cleaning mm-hmm. each other. But if you look, just take a look back from 19, prior to 1988. Some of the ones that I came up with, and I'll let you jump into and take some as well, because there's so many, right? There's so many examples. One of the most famous examples, of course, would be in Purple Rain. I only want to see you bathing in the purple rain. Well, that's mm-hmm. one that just about everybody knows. The uh, music video for When Doves Cry, Prince crawls out of a bathtub. Yes. That's an iconic image that we get of, of Prince and bathing or, you know, water, showering water. Let's see. What's another one? One we did together, Ballad of Dorothy Parker, of course. Right. Kind of cute. Want to take a bath? Take a bath, take a bath with his mm-hmm. pants on because he wasn't quite there yet. <laughs> they weren't quite <laughs> there in the intimacy scale. Uh, do you have any other examples that you want to cite? Um, something in the water does not compute. <laughs> There's another yep. water. Yep. Water right there in the title. Yeah. Um, gosh, there's so many of them. It's almost there's like there's so, so many. many until I can't even land on one but there's so many i don't i wish that we could be able to say hey what was the deal with that you know that that's what you always (laughs) (laughs) i wish we could be able to ask the question that he was still here to say why you know why was that such a central theme and everything was it for the sake of cleansing because he was always working towards being better, you know, especially once salvation came into the picture, you know, so is it that, is it, you know, it, I, I don't know if it's just a spiritual thing, you know, it, was it always that for him? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. It's a question that I don't think we'll ever get answered, but it's certainly one that many people at this point who have familiar with his entire catalog of music it's a theme. It's just it is just yeah. a theme. Prince and bathing. It's he, a big deal uh, to him. It's a big deal. 
computer blue yeah. is the water warm enough um, yes. purify yourself in the waters of lake minnetonka lake i mean minnetonka. that is that's basically saying baptize yourself yeah um, even in some of his lesser known songs like uh what a song that was unreleased for many years until the 2010s extra lovable don't you want to take a bath with me yeah girl in the song in the b-side girl from around the world in a day era if i was anything i'd be the water in your bath yeah on the purple rain tour he had a prop bathtub uh, a whole bathtub yes <laughs> <laughs> and he asked he asked the crowd if they wanted to take a bath with him that was one of his things that he did on the Purple Rain tour every night. Yeah, my mom was like, "Absolutely not." <laughs> <laughs> but you know, the crowd, of course, went wild. The crowd went crazy when he asked them if yeah. they wanted to take a bath with him, because then he'd climb into that bathtub. Yeah, and it was just it was a an, an interesting and memorable part of that tour. Under the Cherry Moon movie, he's sitting in a bathtub talking to. He's in a tub. Yeah. Talking to Mrs. Wellington and to uh, yeah, several Mary. times he's in the bathtub. <laughs> My favorite movie of his. <laughs> yeah, he, he likes the bathtubs. I think it's yeah, basically what I'm saying. Um, even uh, it, calling back a song that we already talked about. If I was your girlfriend, would you let me wash your hair? So again, yeah. not just bathing, but just like washing each other. So that's another kind of parallel between when two are in love and if I was your girlfriend. It says, mm -hmm. let's bathe with me. And if I was your girlfriend, let me wash your hair. He wants yeah. to do these things. And he wants to, he wants to, I think, because he wants the person to know that this is how much he loves them, that he's willing to go above and beyond, I guess. Yeah, because washing someone's hair is a pretty intimate act. I would assume so, yes. <laughs> For anybody. Having someone, yeah, it's a pretty intimate act. Yeah. I don't think everybody just goes around doing that. No. There's some interesting rhyming here emotion, lotion, ocean, notion. Uh, each line, he's able to find a, a rhyme for that. Drown yeah. each other in each other's emotions. Um, let me touch your body till your rivers and oceans, rivers a fun line, ocean. because it. It's a yeah. callback to his debut album, In Love. Yes. Remember the line he says, I really want to play in your river. Yes. So he's talking about river again. And he's and when he's talking about river, he means the same thing just like he did in love. He's talking about a woman. Yeah. And a woman's around. And I think that works well. You know, I mean, if, if we look at look back at cover each other with perfume and lotion then of course you're touching each other's bodies and speaking to a woman until your rivers and oceans because there's a whole massage happening. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it just all kind of falls in line. In yeah, way, it's basically know. foreplay. It's yeah. It's it's in essence it's foreplay and and also it doesn't have to be foreplay, it can just be what it is and not lead to that, but uh, there's a little more in the chorus or in the verse three that yeah. kind of speaks you know, to this. You know, it's definitely or, poor play. Yeah, it feels more like poor play, especially because of what Play like juicy songs. <laughs> <laughs> Let's kiss with one synonymous notion. That's a fun line. Yeah. And the fact that he can say synonymous and and keep it in, you know, in the beat and in time with the rest of the lines, you know, he has one synonymous notion. Just find that uh really yeah, clean kind of fun to sing along to yeah we and get a really lovely harmony there mm -hmm. yeah nothing's forbidden nothing's taboo so again that mm -hmm. tells me that he feels like kind of like in that first verse when he's talking about the two people can tell each other anything nothing's yeah. forbidden nothing's taboo so be completely open and honest <clears throat> mm -hmm. And then there will be no judgment. There's nothing that you can ask me to do that I would think poorly of you. Mm -hmm. uh, there, this is the time to be to have that open and honest communication. Is what he's. I think Completely he's saying. Open. Yeah. There's everything is on the table. There's nothing that we can't do that we can't say when we're in love. Yeah. It's just really beautiful. 
to to me one of I mean I don't think there's anything you've done that isn't beautiful but this just ranks high up there for me you know Let's move on to verse three. When two are in love, their bodies shiver at the mere contemplation penetration let alone the act let alone the actual act and two are in love thought of his tongue in the v of her love in his mind this thought it leads the pack yeah so first three we are (laughs) now now. (laughs) yes we are now moving on to the beginning stages of of sex basically like yeah because he's talking about their bodies shiver at the mere contemplation of penetration yeah let alone the actual act so he, that's kind just of the cool way of just it. saying yeah just thinking about it is enough to cause shivers of, of, yeah. of pleasure mm-hmm. that's pretty intense it is just the thought yeah they're, they're still using the like thought of it they're still like we, we were talking about verse three being like very talking about sex, and it is. But honestly, they're but still it just hasn't happened yet. Exactly, they're still just thinking about it, yeah. talking about it, and not actually yeah. doing it. And that's the what's most present on his mind. Yes, the, again, and yeah, that that thought leads the pack for him. That's the what he's thinking about. Yep. Yep, and that is another that is another theme. Like if you think back to different Prince songs, and I didn't do the research on this one like I did with the bathing. Like I had a lot of examples of bathing. But listeners, I'm sure you can think of them, and I've talked about them before, examples of songs where Prince has expressed his extreme desire to pleasure his partner and having that be his number one priority. Yeah. And usually that means through oral sex or through, you know, touching and caressing and not through penetration or, you know, he says the mere contemplation of penetration, but the thoughts of his tongue in the V of her love in his mind, this thought leads to back. So it's not her that's waiting for this and can't wait for him to do this. It's he can't wait to do it. It's his desire, right? Which is kind of a cool and different angle. Um, I mean, it's not really different. It's very generous. It's very generous and it's not different yeah. or unique for what he's done in his lyrics, but it would be maybe considered unique uh, for some other genres of music that are less concerned about that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Far less concerned about a woman's pleasure. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, when you're in love, and this is what I think he's really ultimately saying, when you're in love with the person, Making them feel good is 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 pleasurable and it's in and of itself. Right. And it's just an expression of love to make you feel good. Yeah. It's the that being in love is thinking about your partner's pleasure and not your own. Yeah, which is, you know, not something that we're unaccustomed to hearing from him. But that whole this whole little this whole verse here you know is just really about pleasing a partner and if you if your if your thought is on your partner and theirs is on you then there's no space to be selfish yes and i think also you can even take it to a different or to the next level and like in just in anything in life i mean he's talking specifically yeah. about pleasing them in bed but when two people are in love, like deeply, madly in love, you that the per the other person tends to put their loved one's needs yeah. ahead of their own. That that's a that's a common thing that happens when two people are in love. 
when you're in love with that person, I think he's also you can take that to mean just anything. You could insert anything in there and say like this person's yeah. happiness is equal, or if not more important than my own. Right. Whatever it is, yeah, I agree. Any. Whatever it is that that we're dealing with, your pleasure, your happiness, your contentment is first. Yeah, it's just kind of like a unique phenomenon that only happens when two people are truly in love. We're in love, yeah. yeah. That's, that's more or less what I think he's trying to say with the song. Is that there's just something that you cannot cannot be beaten when when. You know, there's, yeah. there's something about it that makes it so special that it's uh, one of the most enjoyable and unique experiences that human beings can have is being in love. Yes, absolutely. Boy, it just makes kind of makes like on a Valentine's Day, kind of makes you want to go find people that you love that much in your life and just tell them, right? <laughs> and to make sure that yeah. they, they know. <laughs> It doesn't even have to be sexual. It can just be anything. Like I love yeah. you know, love for your siblings, or love for your parents, or love for your children. Right, friends, anybody. This is not friends. <laughs> no, no, can't apply all these no. to the, that kind of mm-hmm. loves. But so romantic love is in the forefront of Prince's mind in the song, and he's did a really good job of, I think, you know, including some. Good imagery, the poetry here, the mm-hmm. the lines about you know, the, the falling leaves was really kind of nice. Um, yeah. The chorus again, because then he goes into the chorus after verse three. It's it's the words are identical. He performs it especially towards the end when he drags out that when two are in love. I'm not going to try to do that. Yeah. I'm not Prince, but I think you know what I'm How talking you get about. Get that really beautiful falsetto up there. Yeah, he, he like ascends his vocal scale. This goes higher yeah. and higher and higher and higher. And then the outro even says a couple of lines here. They don't have, I don't think there's necessarily a lot of deep meaning in the lines that he says in the outro, but he says, hold me just like that. Don't move. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. I mean, to me, it, it's it's a little bit like the end of Doomy Baby, you know, when he's telling his partner to hold him he's so cold uh just kind of like holding holding each other in the you know the afterglow i guess or just afterglow yeah yeah i mean that's kind of what i get from that yeah definitely i mean we've he's we've got this really beautiful crescendo and modulation and, and then we get right back down to there where he just gets really quiet again you know, which signifies now it's, you know, we're kind of basking, you know, in mm-hmm. the afterglow of things. So we're just going to be still and just don't move. Don't move. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Just like that is what he says. Don't move. Yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, that's when two are in love. Do you think we touched on the song well enough? Did we cover everything, Angel? Feel like we, I think we covered everything and then some. And then some. <laughs> That's always the idea. I, I, I yeah. do have some uh, some general talking points and notes, but I love it when conversations deviate from from the expected. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this this song, I think it 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 delivers what it's intended to do. I don't think it is going to be. It's not one of the. It's not a song that you can write like a thesis on. I don't think. Um, mm-hmm. But it's a very poetic song. It's a very beautiful song. The chorus is one of Prince's best, yeah. and the imagery it provides and the feeling it provides the the, the listener just it puts you in that headspace of just romantic. It's so romantic, right? I mean, yeah, very. it's a perfect song for Valentine's Day. It's a perfect song for uh, anniversaries. It's a perfect song to just say I yeah. love you. You know, it doesn't matter what time of the year it is yeah it's just love i think this is just one where you just feel you know perhaps his intention was just to feel not a lot of you know deep thinking it's pretty straightforward you're getting 
what two people in love feel like and anybody who's been in love knows that all these things all occur you know if you're in love you just get to enjoy it and feel it it feels good feels good yeah feels good to be in love and even if you've been in a a relationship for a long period of time like i have got to find that way to feel this way that prince is talking about in this song make it happen you just got to put the effort in you got to put the time in you have to make sure to connect definitely all right well yeah. thank you again for being on this episode of the presser wine prince lyrics podcast angel I always like i said i always appreciate your perspective i appreciate you agreeing to come on the show and taking time out of your day so thank you so much thank you so much for having me again i it's always such a blast always have so much fun and there's always some little thing that you that you bring that I didn't consider, you know, that I'm now going to think about for the rest of the day and go back and listen <laughs> and listen. Um, but this was perfect for today. Yeah. Perfect episode it's, it's a feel for good Valentine's song. Day. Yeah. A feel good song for sure. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you so much for the kind words. And, of course, you do... Uh, provide a lot to the show as well so again thank you thanks to the listeners this has been the press rewind prince lyrics podcast i've been your host jason brunninger you can find the show press rewind pod youtube instagram facebook twitter uh, PressRewind.net is the website if you're looking for episodes and you don't listen to them on other platforms otherwise you can find it just about anywhere got a discord so join us on discord and talk prince we throw out nice fun little challenges every once in a while to uh, engage folks on the discord hopefully people are checking that out and having fun and until next time goodbye oh.